it's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back with Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown. You already know what it is. You already know I have special guests coming with some valuable information that we want everyone to feel, relate to, and, you know, get some type of enlightenment on for your life so we can proceed and be better as individuals and people together. So... Without further ado, I would like to introduce to you today's guest, Shao. Shao, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Shao <laughs> is, um, you know, I got to tell him this. She's Go an ahead. alumni of Gremlin State University. You already know that's what I'm repping all day, every day, HBCU. Mm-hmm. It's going up and That's it's going right. down. GSU, baby. GSU, I thought you knew. <laughs> Shall especially is social work, behavior working with women and counseling. And today that will go hand in hand with what our subject matter is and what we're going to talk about. Yes, a and, juicy one. Yes, and this is something that we really need to talk about. Hopefully we can get it in, you know without having to have a part two, but we may need to have a part two with this. Yeah. We're going to talk true. about friendships, sisterhood, and loyalty. Woo. That's deep. That's oh, real deep. It's really deep. There's a lot of things going on um, underneath the surface that we need to heal uh, within our relationships with women, with other women. Yes. That's absolutely true, especially as you mature and you progress in life. The more you mature, I remember my mom used to always say, the older you get, the less friends you have. I was like, how how Mm -hmm. is that going to happen? My girls, we tight. But as you move on, it changes. Dynamics change people, things, circumstances in their personal lives, which kind of affect them. Because I think that the older that you get is women. As we get older, we lose a lot of ourselves. For example, if we lose a parent, if we lose a child, if we, you know, career changes, things that are major that affect our lives can also affect outside of what we do, or outside, which is relationships. Mm-hmm. So, and especially things with women, that's a strong thing, sisterhood. That's, it doesn't matter. Sisterhood is one of the key factors of being a woman. Mm-hmm. You can't survive it. You can't survive without it. Yes, I agree, you know, and we use the word and some people use it lightly. Uh, Some people may not understand what it is because they may not have had sisters or grew up um, in a neighborhood or in a family where there were a lot of females or they were able to build that type of bond. Right, exactly. And, you know, more so when you speak of the spirituality, that's the basis of a woman, especially when she's married or when she's having a child and even individuals that have it. You know, as you mature again, as we mature as women, we find ourselves gravitating more to God for that strength and balance. And it teaches us to follow the word. But some of us can kind of misinterpret it or we get caught up in our own web and we kind of lose our way, which is common. Mm -hmm. It's not uncommon to do that. But however, we have, I call my girls, my checks and balances Mm -hmm. where I have them to come in and I can, I know I can be a spitfire and they can come in and balance me out, you know, um, 
like for example today a situation with a friend and I guess I just wasn't I was at work so I was caught up in work and she called and she wanted to talk about some things we was on a three-way and she wanted to talk I basically kind of just like got defensive you know mm-hmm. like why why are we talking about this right now mm-hmm. you know because I guess I was in the mood or in the mindset because I'm so busy and I had other things going on I could so my my balance like I said, checks and balance came through. One of my others, she called, well, you know, you know, here's where she is. This is what she's doing. You might want to take this approach instead of the approach you took. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? You're right. I had to send her a love text and say, thank you so much, sister, for that. I need that. I needed to hear that. So I will go back and recap and make sure I'm on point. That's what we need. And I'm not afraid to say that because that's important. You know, we mm-hmm. are women with a lot of feelings and emotions. And so it's very important that we make sure we stay intact. It's just it's about that, how we approach matters and concerns. Right, right. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, all of us have a different level of experience and sisterhood. Uh, True. You know, me, for True. example, I was born into sisterhood. I had mm-hmm. two sisters, you know, as soon as I came into the world. So I had to, I didn't have a choice but to respect sisterhood from that level of living in the house, having to share things, you know, Mm -hmm. me getting on their nerves, them getting on my nerves, seeing the examples of what was happening to them in the world, you know, as growing up teenage girls and growing up into young adulthood, um, you know, I would witness and see certain things that, you know, wasn't, I didn't like it. You know, so there was times where females didn't like my sister. She didn't do anything. She just was active. She was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She had a dad. Right. She had a family. And people just wanted to dislike her just because. Just because hmm. of that, you know. And she has always been a not too many, had too many friends. Mm-hmm. She's never had a whole bunch of friends. Um, another sister some of the same things, you know, you see um, an experience, people not liking you for certain reasons. You know what I mean? Not because right. you may have not done anything. They just don't. You know, we, we're we dealing with broken things on the inside. Some people are, you know, jealous or envy of certain things. It doesn't have to be money. doesn't have to be what kind of clothes you wear. doesn't have to be a big old house. It could be the way somebody else loves you. You know what I mean? So um, that still happens now. So seeing Mm -hmm. that happening as a young girl and then growing up as well, my mother stating that, you know, you you don't need all these little friends, all these little (laughs) friends, you know. I'm just Mm -hmm. having fun, having a good time. And and even when the, the rocky times happened of me not being liked because of my setup, you know what I mean? I didn't have anything right. to do with that. Um, oh, because you're doing this or you're dating this guy or it's just so many things that people deal with internally and they take it out on you. And then you got to right. make sure you're not that person. You know, you're not a person that is envious or jealous or wanting to be like someone else when you need to deal with, you know, work with the cards that you're dealt. Right. 
And that's the thing. I wasn't like you. And that's the difference. Some of us been raised and kind of cultivated in that environment where they are, you know, with your sisters and you come up and you know, by the time you become an adult, you you should. Let me just change that. Mm -hmm. Some of us should. Some of us should because some of them are broken. Some of them feel like, like, you know, like you just mentioned with your so you learned from them. Mm-hmm. And the, the the lessons that you taught, I, in other words, wasn't. I didn't have sisters. I have sisters, but I wasn't raised in the household. I was, you know, raised with my grandparents. So mm-hmm. it was just a different toll and mostly male dominant. And I see myself catering toward hanging, want to hang with guys, you know, just mm-hmm. because that's what I did as a kid. However, I had best friends growing up and it was three of us. And we had a pack. We had this pack. I one lived on a corner, the other lived on one corner, and I lived in the middle. My home was in the middle. So we in this country town on this street. And so we all went to high school together in this little town. We all was the same age, we was in the same grade. And you know, one of my friends with my best friends going on, she her family, they was like nine of them. So it was like a big family. And I kind of lived there. You know, I'm always there all the time. Then my other friend, she only had her and her brother. So she was kind of similar to me. So it was just really, you know, the dynamics of our sisterhood. And you would be surprised as how we were raised and how we I've said with my daughter sometimes how we went through certain things in life, how we got in trouble together, how and we thought it was trouble, but it really wasn't, you know, because <laughs> our parents were really strict. Mm-hmm. But that how we raised until we became adults. But unfortunately, I lost one of mine. But the other one, she she lives here. She's close by. And we still have that bond mm-hmm. somewhat somewhat but we're not as close as we used to be dynamics in life and let me say let me go there for a minute sometimes you can have these sisterhoods of childhood friends for so long as females we can kind of break away and right. then the thing is what's bought what kind of kind of i'm seeing now we're as we get older we don't need in other words we don't come needy or we don't need that car i need to talk to you every day right or I need to see you every month. Sometimes I cannot see my friends for a year. Mm-hmm. And I pick up the phone and we like pick up where we left off. Right. You know? Right. But doesn't mean that we're not close. Right. Because once you establish that foundation with sisterhood, it don't matter when you talk. Right. It doesn't matter. It's there. Exactly. You know, you don't have to nurture it so much, but you stay in touch when you need to. And when you see each other, you see each other. But it's not a need like it is before because the foundation has been laid. And those are the ones I love because I can have a lot to talk about, you know, catching up and, and really rekindling things as far as especially in my younger days. So it's it's a great thing. Sisterhood, I think, is a beautiful thing. Right. But see, and, those relationships, and, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, those relationships have already been cultivated. They're right. not going anywhere. But when you get older and you you become friends with people that you're you know, you don't have that longevity. Right. And, and well, I think that we we both know and you've experienced probably too, is you get when you meet people in life, they not knowing who you are, but sometimes it can be prejudged or they click, they link with you because of a click. Right. Uh, I would shouldn't say that. Maybe because of people that you mutual friends, but or because of who you are. So when you step out, cause like me, I like to be out and about and do things, but I'm kind of a mixture. I'm like, 
a social life, but then again, I like to be private. Mm-hmm. So I have this 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 twofold about me. And see, people get the misconception that they see you out, and then next thing you know, you you kind of, and that's kind of be a good bad thing because you can kind of people cling to you, unlink to you, just because your status. I mean, we call them clout. You know, those yeah. ones that want to just link. Oh, you know Cloud this chases. person. You know this person. So, oh my God, let us be friends, and mm-hmm. you can pick up them immediately. Right. And then you have those that's just because you have common interests. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that I like, you know? Right. But um, it's it's kind of fickle as you get older. It gets fickle. It, it does. It's a confused, can be a confusing situation. And if you don't, be careful. You get caught up. Right. Because everybody has a def- different definition of loyalty. Yes. And, and that's um, going to that phase of that. Right. Um, I think, and I don't know about, I I would love to hear you as well. I know about, to me, when it comes to a friend and I meet you, I think of it as a sister. And I guess because of my history working with so many women has been locked up and confined. That that, that history there with juvenile and then dealing with prisons and detention and all of that. When you come to an environment like that and you see so many women confined and broken because of certain situations, it goes into a spiritual. I used to look at it, I still do, as my ministry. So you look at it and you see so many women confined. Mm-hmm. and mentally confined and physically it does something to you right. and you just want to feel like you just want to reach not to save a sister but you just want to be there because that's part of who you are we are sisters period we need to help one another we have so much in common and we are carriers of so much god just created us to carry so much but loyalty can get out of hand because when you don't realize what the person's morals and values are. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets out of hand. It's not about your mistakes when many women are confined. It's not about their mistakes. It's about their mindset. It's about what decisions you make right. and how you make them with, you know what I'm saying, found that common ground with yourself. And when you, 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 you know, so I've seen women that release and they have this friendship and bond with these girls that they release with. They've been down in the in the, in the, in the gutter with it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. They've been in the gutter. And they finally come and they become tight, tight, tight. And they become sisters for life, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So we all have that common ground. We go through a struggle, you know, together. Right. But we have common ground. You've been, you know, been a bad relationship. I was in one. So let's talk about it. Let's see how we can help each other and motivate and be positive. But many women get beside that. They don't. I, I've known. Right, I've had some growing pains. That's I know kind like, of dangerous, though, too, right? Yes, There's a it twofold is. To it that is. Because it's if very you, dangerous. If it's you, to the point. If you connect it, with someone because y'all got the same trauma, but nobody's trying to grow out of the trauma, then That's y'all the just going to function in the trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you have to look at a balance, like like a mutual strength. Her balance, maybe her strength may be, you know, she's able to, like you not being able to get a job. You just getting out. Then we, we're going to go to the mindset of a, the woman that to me, to me, this is my perception. A woman that's been confined is like the basis of the worst of the worst to me. Because you've been stripped of everything, mm-hmm. your humanity, okay? So when you find a woman who's locked up with you and then you're released, you find your, y'all find each other's strength. For example, she may be good at, you know, at um, networking or finding, you may be good at the person of making sure that, you know, she has kids, you have kids, and y'all work together to help each other. Let me 
watch your kids while you do this. We watch. That's the positive that you get. And right. you build from that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you have to listen, be careful. Right. Like, listen to their their situation <laughs> is a little different. You know, so what if you haven't been locked up? You haven't been confined, but maybe it's but, a, a situation of, okay, um, somebody used to hate on me for looking this way, right? And then you, mm-hmm. you meet somebody else. Well, people hate on me for looking this way. So y'all, well, I'm y'all this listen. Too. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just one. Hold on. Just one second. Hold on. Just one second. So uh-huh. uh, they connect, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not connecting and wanting to grow. They just connect because they both have that situation of being, I guess, hated on or looked at in a certain way, and that's their trauma. And they connect based off that trauma, and they roll with that versus, you know, uh, healing from it. Because I've met other females that, you know, they look at me like, oh, okay, so people have said you think you all that. Yes, they have, but it don't bother me. You know what I mean? Uh And they may have have had that experience too, but it bothers them. And to the point where we've gotten into it because they have come at me like I'm one of their haters. And I've had to tell them I'm not the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm not that one. I, I don't care, you know, what you have, what you look like and what the next female has done to you because who you are. I'm not that chick. Right. Right. I've had to put right. them in exactly. their place because you still have that trauma. I've had the well, I've I've had that same experience and still do to this day because certain women's just gonna be the way that they are and they don't know that they're hurting and they hating right. And so, I really like you just mentioned when I said using the prison mindset. That's also a mindset imprisonment. What you just mentioned that trauma can be a form of imprisonment as well mentally. Mm-hmm. People have mentally mental imprisonment. They still like you said the trauma. Or the fact that I was abused as a kid, or the fact that I'm 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 going to just be a cesspool because I'm unhappy with who I am. That's a part of it as well. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they just go plant all these seeds. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. just going to go. And then, you know, it's a spirit. It really is. It's a loose spirit. It's a Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. It just goes around and it just, you know, filters through. And it doesn't matter what, because they want to make everybody miserable because they're miserable. You know? But they may and not then, understand. Yeah, that not taking miserable. accountability for right. who they are. Right. Everybody else wrong but them. Right. And what happens is, I'm going to say this too. Sometimes society, going back to that clout statement, sometimes in society, they'll let that person roam around just because of who they are and not checking that person. Mm -hmm. If you're not my friend, if you're my friend, and if you want to be in my life, and this is the loyalty piece as well, you can't allow me to walk around like that. If you allow me to do that, we don't need to be involved. If you're going to agree with everything that I do, you think it's right, we we, we got to regroup this because I don't think this is a friendship for us. We don't need to be friends. Right. I, I don't need you agreeing to everything I say. Well, that's, we are where, that's where yeah. you have an enabler. You know, that's oh, when the, yes. the loyalty is too deep. You know what I mean? So when we talk about loyalty, loyalty means, hey, I can point out where you're, you, hey, that's not right. We, we need right. you to get you back and regroup. Not, you know, my, not from judging, but because I'm your sister. I could right. tell you that, hey, you know, 
chill. And you sh- you should be able to tell me that too because if you can't tell me chill and I can't sit back and see if I'm in the wrong in a certain situation, then we don't need to be friends because I want you to be loyal in where we're helping each other grow. Right. Not and that's just what talking, but really being that. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's a key component to grow together and love one another and help a sister out. Right. You are your brothers and sister keeper. And that's what that means. You, you kept, again, my love, I love a check and balances. I love the check. I hate, that's one of the things I, I hate it, but I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I definitely hate to be told like, Oh no, you was wrong. Like I mentioned today, I was wrong. Oh my God. But I love it because that lets me know you care enough to tell me that I'm wrong. Right. You care enough to share with me that not to hurt me, but to help me. Right. That's a helping mechanism that I love and, and the strength about it. And if you do, that's the problem is trying to get rid of those that you've already attached to, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a struggle. <laughs> and you feel like, okay, I don't want to be friends with her no more. She's not bringing anything to the table. I just don't feel like it's not growing. So if it's not growth there and it's just, just plain field with no grass, we need to probably just not call each other. I won't be calling you and talking to you about anything, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I could say with that, I'm not going to say I'm going to stop being someone's friend because there's no growth. Now, if there is some toxic things that are involved, yes. But if mm-hmm. they don't choose to grow, but I'm an evolver and I grow, it's cool. Like, respect my growth, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to respect that you want to be where you are. And there, if we still have something in common and we have some type of commonalities, we'll connect with that. But if not, Only right, if not, then, you know, my growth, it shouldn't be an issue because anybody else's growth is not an issue because we're all evolving and we, you know, come into certain places and positions in our life where, we have to change certain things. So say, for instance, you know, when I was 25 or 30, I may have been hanging out a whole lot. I may have been able to take back, you know, eight shots of tequila. But that's not my life every weekend or every day now. You know, I'm, I, for me, that's not me. I'm not going to say that it's immature. I'm going to say that socially, that's not my place. You see what I'm saying? That's yes, not for me, but I'm not going to judge you if that's for you. Now, if you're if you're wrecking your car, if you're on social media doing the fool, if your behavior is ridiculous because you're doing that, if I'm your friend, I'm going to say, hey, you know what I mean? You, pull that coattail. Yeah, mm-hmm. pull that coattail. You know, watch yourself because this is what's transpiring and what's happening Based upon this, this is your actions that's coming from that. And that's what anything, you know, in in a relationship, in an abusive relationship, I don't like, I don't care who my friends are in relationships with as long as they're happy. Exactly. But if anything you doing is spilling over and affecting me, we got a problem. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? We got a big problem. Right. That's 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 a blood sister, blood brother, cousin, friend, whoever, you know, if, Whatever you're doing in your life that's that's has some type of toxic energy, uh, behavior or issues or anything that can affect someone else, 
then true. there's and people a, have there's a, you, there's an issue toxic toxic to me when you mention toxic that to me mention people with certain conditions mm-hmm. and you can't change that sometimes you have to see people for who they are based on their condition right and it could be any of multiple things but right. to keep you know to keep it all wholesome it's <laughs> hey it's her condition. She can't help that. That's her behavior. And that's who she is. Not making excuses for who she is, but that's just part of her makeup. Yeah. But certain and things it, we it, can't. It takes her, it takes sometimes it, with that, with that, that, and it can be harsh on the other person because after a while, that negative energy of filter so strong, you ain't got but a choice but to give it like a, you have to take an intermission. You, let me go to the side over here for a minute because you're doing a little bit too much. She get it together. Not saying you're giving up on it, but you need some time. But to let everybody, her we can't use that. That's just how I am on everything. We cannot no, do that. You know what can't. I mean? I'm Ooh, not gonna. I'm not going to allow uh, a flaw of mine or imperfection of mine that I know is out of control to affect you or anyone else because that's not fair. You know what I mean? No. I'm not gonna coddle it. I'm not going to embrace it. I'm mm-hmm. going to work on it. You know what I mean? I'm not I know it's not going to go away immediately, but I mm-hmm. can work on it. You know, but, but I'm not going to coddle not ready to hear that though. I'm not going to coddle nothing that's going to hurt someone else or affect someone else in a negative mm-hmm. way. I'm not doing that. That's not fair. But they do, they do and they don't want to hear it. Even when others tell them they still don't want to hear it. It's like they all they in their own mind. They caught up in their own mind. That's that imprisonment I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. They those people are caught in their own mind, and when they caught in that, there's nothing you can do. Right. And it breaks my heart when that happens. That's a sad thing, but you gotta. I I, I must say. Because we all have our own issues. We all have to be accountable to one another. Right. But as you mentioned, saying, oh, that's just how I... No, I ain't just your hand if it's hurting people. Mm-hmm. It's just not how I am. Or if you're offending people, if you're being intrusive, what right. you mean? Right. You know, that just don't make sense to me. Right. Now, certain things like me, you know, I am... I have been told my whole life that I'm a little rough sometimes in what I say. That I have a very sharp tongue, but those aren't my <laughs> intentions. Because when it's my intentions, I'm really going in. Does that make sense? But when mm-hmm. it's not my intent, and it's just how I am, because that is my surrounding, my parents, my family. It just talk real, just straight up and down. Well, and, like, and other well, people that have not, right? People that it's have just... not been exposed to that may be a little bit more sensitive because of what was said. You know what I mean? So like my father would, would tell me right now, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't missing no meals, right? Somebody else, he says that when you he sees that we've gained weight, right? He says, uh-huh. Y'all ain't missing no meals. <laughs> now somebody else that was extremely insecure and sad about their weight might just Oh my God, I can't believe you said that to me. But that's my dad. I'd be like, whatever, dad. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know but that's, that's their generation. They could talk right. to me. But other that's like who them. raised me. And that's that, the, yeah, that's the so talk far. that was going on. You know, on, you understand on. his language. Right. And, but I'm that way too. You know what I mean? So I've had to mm-hmm. learn how to pipe it down 
some. Right. But <laughs> it's not to the point where, you know, it's not going to come out. I need you to know that I'm not trying to offend you or offend anyone because people have even tuned into me. And that's where the Realness 101 comes from because they feel convicted off of stuff I'm saying and I'm not even directing it at them. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> hey, that's just how that that part of me is the piece of me that has me on this microphone right now. Yes. And sometimes so, you're what people see as, and I'm going to tell you something, your biggest strength, and I'm that way too, your biggest strength is your mouth. It could either be something for for the good or something for bad. Mm-hmm. And you can use that. Your biggest strength could be your worst. It could, it could, it could, it could cause you, it could kill you or anything right. else. That's exactly. So you have to learn, like I, with my daughter, my daughter has a lethal tongue. She mm-hmm. got it honestly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I had to sit with her and I know I had to do for myself. I had to go to Proverbs second chapter. And when they talk about taming a tongue, you know, and discussion about how, you know, your tongue is so lethal. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, and I have to let, I remember I used to read to her and let her know you have to be mindful of what you do. Everybody, you got the, got the shield in because that's your strength. Mm-hmm. That's your strength. And you have to nurture your strength. Right. And some of us get so loose with it, they feel like, oh, I just like it. This what I do it. No, 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 no. It don't it ain't everybody to everybody don't have to accept that. Right. But you have to tame it and nurture it and mold it to a way where it can be used in a way to be like you are, using your mouthpiece in a positive manner where you can be heard. Mm-hmm. And be the voice of those that, you know aren't mm-hmm. as uh, vocal. So right. people have told me that, but this is not anything new. But right. in that in that process, I had to learn not to kill people with my tongue. You know what and I yes, mean? And so can. I will let a lot slide and won't say anything at all because yeah, I know true. that I can say something that may be kind of harsh, even if I'm not trying to come in that way. You know what I mean? Because everybody has a different perception based on their thought process. Yeah. And, so. you know, and I know because I'm I'm temperamental. I know sometimes uh, I'm quick to speak. Mm-hmm. And I know something occurred with me recently where I had to just, God just gave me the scripture. And he said, <laughs> be slow to speak, mm-hmm. quick to listen quick to see and quick to, you know, I mean, I had to just kind of catch myself mm-hmm. and it worked in my favor because I, I was obedient to that. Right. Because of my mouth. Right. Based on what he's telling me, if you open your mouth, you're going to destroy what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep my mouth shut <laughs> and it worked. And it continues to work. Right. And it does. That it tame, does. Yeah. When he kills you to do something, it's that tame and like the structure and the discipline with yours. And some of us can get out of hand with that mouth. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, even now, you know, with, with relationships, I had many women talking about, I don't understand, my friend. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I said, but honey, you got to, you know, 
even though you're 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 you looking for a person in your life to spend the rest of your life with, he's still like those old fashioned mores and values, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes, like you just said, sometimes it's just best to be quiet. Right. He don't need to know. They don't need to know everything you're thinking. Right. Right. Yeah. And so you know, it's it's uh, important to be able to um, be open enough to listen to different perspectives on things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's true. And not just always see things from a tunneled point of view or vision. And, you know, we usually gravitate and, you know, talk to people that we can relate to. Lean down on your own understanding. Right. And and, that's what that is you don't do. And what I've learned is that get another perspective, get a different point of view. You know, I talk to younger Females, I talk to females my age. I talk to older ones. I talk to old, old ones. Because mm. there, you can get a different perspective, you know, on something. And I get outside perspectives as well. Not just from people that I'm close to, but from people that aren't in my immediate, you know, right. circumference. Because... I'm not going to get anything biased if I ask, you know, outside. Be but if you ask, if you ask, if you always ask for advice and direction from those that are in your circle or know you like that or knows the other people, you might get something that's a little biased or they may be afraid say. to, yeah. you know, hey, be 100 mm-hmm. and straight up. Because everybody's not able to receive, you know, the same way, you know, people use the word transparent freely these days versus really understanding what it is. Exactly. Um, I know. I know when, when my, my, I know boo-boo stinks, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe mine may stink a little bit more sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yours <laughs> stinks a little bit more. And I need to tell you that it's stinking. And you can't be mad. You got to be like, it's stinking. Yeah, it's stinking real bad right now. <laughs> but you do have them right. that if you tell that to, they get mad. And I've had a couple that I'd be like, okay, this is what's going on. You stink. And they get mad. For right. as I'm concerned, I'd be like, okay, give them a couple of days. They'll marinate on that. Yeah, you just I try not to it. take it personal. Right. You just I have just to let people do what they do together. sometimes. Yeah. Just just marinate on it. And then after a while, always, one, most of the time, I, I had it happen, but one time, they'll come to you, oh, girl, okay, uh, I know you're right. Da, 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 da. And you know you're doing it out of love. They know that. And even if you did know a person, if a person just pulled you to the side, that's what's saying when you mentioned earlier about God and his, his, the journey spiritually, when you're connected with God, you know through your discernment what's right and what's not. Right. It comes with time. Right. And it just all depends if you want to do you it. and say something and you receive it. You right. Know? Right. Definitely. And I get mm-hmm. strangers to say things to me sometimes and I listen. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't block it out because you never know. I know if, it, if it's devil or devilish or evil. 
Right. And if it's not, because if, if they don't say anything that's devilish and evil and it's all 100 truth, I can't knock them. You know, I just say, hey, I wonder what God is trying to tell me through this. You know, so it has been a great and awesome dialogue and conversation that we've had about friendship, sisterhood, and loyalty. We can go on and on and on. We'll probably have to have us a part two (laughs) on this. But, you know, hopefully we've spoke and touched on some things that can help somebody, you know, in their friendships, in their relationships, you know, what loyalty is, if they're taking loyalty too far or loyalty too lightly, you know, and can you have constructive criticism within your friendships and relationships? When is it yeah. time to cut someone, you know, out of your life for real because it's toxic? Because yes. we have to do that sometimes, you know. It's not to be harmful or to be mean, but, you know, your peace of mind in your life it's matters. It's everything. And Especially you, as you mature and get older in this season in your life. When you cross over into the 40s zone, it's a whole different take. Oh, you yeah. start feeling it 30s, but once you cross over 40s, it's a whole different take. But I must say this too. God is the, he is the platform for everything. Yes. Especially through your through your process with friends and connection. He will guide you. He will show you. When you feel it and you know it, it's him. Go for it. Don't question it. Right. He's your protector. God is your protector. Yes, he is. And you need to protect that. He's going to put the right people in your life. Right. That person ain't right for you. He will remove them out your way. And it's going to hurt. I'm not going to (laughs) stop. It will hurt, especially if you have a strong bond. I don't care if you've been knowing him since you was grade school, kindergarten, right. whatever. If it's time for her season to end, it ends. And I know people hate saying seasons, but that's what it is. Right, because if you stay entangled in it, then, you know, yes. you set yourself and up you for know. failure. That's what I'd be like. You know. Don't keep questioning. You see the red flag. It's it's a goddamn bond fly going bond. Bonfire going on around you, and you still like, I'm gonna try to no, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you got to, because if not, you're gonna be attacked, and right. it's not gonna end in the right way. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I wish our sisters and brothers all, just sisters and brothers, all the peace and serenity that life has to offer. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So we wanna thank you. You thank, thank you, girl. Thanks for asking and, me. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Okay. Everybody that's listening out there on the airwaves to Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown, thank you for being a part of this journey. And uh, tune in again and have a great day. Mm-hmm. God bless. Peace. Peace.